Darius, 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 Darius Carter. Darius Carter. For everybody watching, I'm Mike EQ. This past weekend, there was an indie show, Battle Club Pro Wrestling. Great show. And this guy right here, pictured right here, Darius Carter, had the nerve, had the audacity, had the gall to come over to me and slap my hat off into the third row. Right in front of my 60-year-old father. And then had the nerve to back away. While you knew referees and security would stop me from getting my hands on you. Darius Carter, you made a big mistake. Battle Club, you don't even have to sanction a match. You don't have to sanction a match. Just give me this guy, Darius Carter, face to face. I don't care if I have to face this guy in a parking lot. Make it happen, Battle Club. Joe Kim. Jabba Tears Podcast, anybody that has anything to do with this upcoming event, July 31st in New York, make it happen. Me and Darius Carter face-to-face, one-on-one. Darius, I promise you, I promise you, you're not going to be slapping my hat off anymore. Real tough. I'll see you July 31st. If you got the balls. Go for the pin. Go for the pin. Go for the pin. Wrestling review show. Mikey Q and King V. Go for the pin. Have a nice day every day. And I have- Go for the pin. Go for the pin. Go for the pin. Weekly wrestling review show. Keep killing it. We're live, pal. Whoo! Hey, everybody. Oh my God. Um, welcome to a brand new episode of Go for the Pin. As per usual, I am King V, aka the Iron Sheik Luch. And as always, <laughs> I was trying to fight through it. <laughs> and as always, I have my co-host with me, Mikey Q, which, well, yeah. Yeah, what's going on, V? How you doing, man? Oh, you know, just like you, I also have just a few scalps to pull back. Okay. And um we're gonna get to that very, very soon. But um uh, okay. So Darius. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So <laughs> awkward. Yeah. So so yeah. so this guy Darius Carter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um for those that watched the beginning of uh, this video and were listening in audio form, uh, Darius Carter, you know, he calls himself a heel, okay, even though he hasn't ha- he hasn't met a real heel like you and I, but um, that's a whole nother story. Um, Darius Carter, you know, 
talented guy on independence. He actually wrestled Sonny Kiss at the first independent show that I was the music engineer for. Um, and this was back in like 2016. And they went to a time limit draw, if I remember correctly. That's actually where I met Sonny Kiss. Uh, they had a great match, right? But Darius Carter was a jerk then. He's an even bigger jerk now. And I hope they sanction this match. But if they don't, it's okay. I'll just fight him in the parking lot. It's all right. Um, you know, so we'll we'll yeah, see what happens. You can fight. All right. <laughs> So and and they have this event going down July 31st. Um it's sponsored and being co-ran by uh Jabba Tears podcast. Um great group of talent there as I've mentioned before on this show. Um predominantly black podcast, so I uh definitely um support what they do in every aspect of that. Uh they have this show called Jobber Slam coming up in uh, a couple of weeks like I said on July 31st. And I have no problem jobbing Darius Carter out at Jobber Slam in front of all of those people. So if he has the cojones to accept my challenge, then, you know, we're going to make it happen. But the show was great. Okay. Um, th- there's been a few. Actually, I don't know if you've seen it, V, before we get into, you know, double or nothing uh, reviews and, you know, of the matches and, um, you know, the rest of our WWE talk. I love going to these indies, these indie events because it really it shows you what's going on in the independence and who's going to be who could possibly be a big star uh, going forward. Um, one of those guys that stuck out to me from the show was uh, a guy named Casey Navarro. Um, and he actually has worked dark. Uh, he's been on elevation. He's been on AEW. um, you know, dark matches. As, as I mentioned, he's done some stuff at, uh, WWE dark matches and things like that. So, um, he's going to be something. And he actually, so Tasha Stills, current knockout and, uh, current knockout tag team champion. Sorry. Two times. Uh, Two time, right? As she mentioned, um, she had a match against uh, a young lady named Lady Frost, who also is very talented. Uh, she won that match, and then after the match, basically Tasha goes and says, "You know, um, I've beaten everybody here, which she has, and uh, doesn't man, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, doesn't matter who it is, I'll beat them." Right? So Casey, who um they established prior uh is you know friends with her um comes out there and says listen and the thing is about battle club right they don't even like call it intergender wrestling it's literally like all right you're a wrestler i'm a wrestler they do a lot of like most of the matches was literally all right either was like a man versus a woman or it was like it was like um a four-way match where you had um, you know, maybe two gra- two guys, two girls in a match, but it was a fatal four way. Um, the way they did it, because I know there's some people out there that's not a fan of intergender wrestling. I get it, I understand. Um, but I feel like the way that it was done here, it it wasn't done in a way that like it insulted your intelligence. Like take Casey Navarro for example, right? He is about the same size as Tasha. Like, if you look at them visually, they're literally about the same size. Um, Yeah, I could believe Tasha Stills could kick his ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's nothing against Casey. It's nothing against Casey, but, like, they're around the same height and size. 
So, mm. like, it's not that, you know, again, I understand it's triggering for some people, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, domestic violence people. Yeah. I understand. Trust me, I get it. Um, this is wrestling, though, and it is something where, like, it's kind of like in a sense of, okay, you watch movies, right? Even in movies, you have, you know, good guys, you have bad guys. Some of them, some of the good guys are, you know, are women and they're beating up men, you know, and vice versa. So, like superhero I, movies, like superhero movies, exactly. Yeah. So, I think I, I was making, I mean, I wasn't making connection for me because I get it, but I'm just saying, just making connection. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Exactly. Like superhero yeah. movies. So, like, that's kind of how I equate it. But if it's not your cup of tea, I understand. I get it. There are people that's just against it. They're like, no, it's it's too close to reality. I, I get it. I understand. But for me, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, But anyway, before I, you know, like go on about that, uh, I just want to say it was a really good show. And I don't know if you saw um some of the uh, backlash that it received, but they did a spot. Right. And this was like mm-hmm. the opening match of the show. They did a spot. Um, It was. uh a wrestler named MV and he did this spot with a wrestler named uh Harlow I believe um is her name uh it was an intergender match it was like a hardcore match they did this spot where MV took Harlow and power bombed her in an opening match in in front of like 100 people right took her from the ring apron and power bombed her to the floor um where they had like a a barbed wired like table thing set up right in the opening um, match and it looked like like he killed her on that you know and a lot of people have been commenting on this saying why are you killing yourself for a hundred people at an indie show you know and both wrestlers said look it was actually it went exactly how we planned it okay. um he didn't kill me on it he actually protected me. He's like, mm-hmm. what you guys don't realize is if he would have powerbombed me the way that he that he was about to, but then he looked before he looked, um, he probably would have killed me on a powerbomb. But MV had enough knowledge to know, okay, if I powerbomb her straight, she's going to hit her head on either the chairs that's out there or on the concrete. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. going to adjust her and swing her around so she hits the table clean. Okay. And basically, if you look back at it, she hit it clean. She that hit it smart. as clean as possible. He protected her. He definitely yeah. protected her on the spot. So I didn't think it was as bad as everybody was saying. I think even Hurricane um, retweeted the video and said, listen, I applaud the effort. Please stay safe, kids. That's what Hurricane was saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay safe. Like, you know, so other than that, I haven't seen any real like negative um thoughts about the show but uh before we get into double and up the review i just want to um i want to play this uh tasha Steele's promo this was after she faced casey navarro and uh it's a really passionate uh promo so um here we go go for the pin this is from battle club pros uh may the franchise reign i believe um and yeah check it out how much he's gonna be a fucking star I couldn't do this without you, bro. Mm. As much as I'm gonna say that you are truly the brightest star in the sky, you helped me shine brighter tonight. 
out there, camera, camera. So I'm you, Impact, AEW, NXT, WWE, Ring of Honor, fuck every fucking body. If you do not sign this guy by the end of this fucking year, Okay, we're back. <laughs> yeah, oh, V was sitting back, relaxing, watching. We yeah, are hey, we're back. We are live. Yeah. <laughs> we are live. Um, yeah, I, I, I really thought it was dope. Um, it's funny because even before that happened, uh, before that happened, Tasha was a little mad that Casey interrupted her before the match, right? And mm -hmm. she actually said this. Trying to get TV, right? Mm. I'm already on it. Oh. oh. So um, they had a hey. little bit of heat before the match, right? Really? And then after the match, mm -hmm. you know, she gave him the credit. Of course, you know, she went over. It was for the title. Yeah. She went over. Um, great show. Just wanted to get that out the way before we get into our normal, um, our normal predict. Well, predictions. Well, our normal not review that. show. Not nah. that. Not yeah, yet. we're not predicting yeah. anything. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. So you gotta come through to the show once uh, you you get to New York, B. You know, when I come back home. Yeah. Eventually, whenever it lets. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Shall we get into the show? Like, really? Yeah, into... let's actually get into the good stuff. Okay. Or so the... let's do it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, we're going to start off talking about AEW, uh, Double or Nothing. They had a big pay per view this past Sunday. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, let's let's get into some of these matches. Let's get into some thoughts. And um, let's take it from there. Okay. So. The show opened with well, okay, even before the show um opening, right? It it actually had a buy-in match between Riho and Serena Deeb. Um, can I just say, wow, like what a buy-in match? Um yeah. and I love the fact that Serena Deeb realized that the crowd was pulling for Riho a little bit more and she acted accordingly. She's like, Okay, yeah. watch this. That is the mark of a veteran. She started acting more heelish. She didn't turn fully heel, but she started acting a little bit more heelish because she knew that Riho was more of a sympathetic babyface. Yeah. She was bigger, you know, she's taller than her. So, you know, she was able to use that to her advantage. She being Serena Deep. Um, Serena retained her NWA women's championship, and that was probably that's one of my favorite buying opening matches uh in a long time. So um what did you think about this? Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, so many companies, or a specific company, because what the fuck are they doing, mm. um, have mm. passed up. I don't want to say passed up, but hasn't let Serena D be Serena D. Right. And I think now she's able to do that. And I'm so very happy that she was able to do that, mm -hmm. you know, to get 
you know, I don't know if it's like her last run. I don't know. However, she's going in her wrestling career to right. get the recognition that she does deserve. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh I'm really impressed by Serena. She's been having these great matches. Um, you know, even the, the last NWA women's championship match uh with Red Velvet. Thought that was really solid. Um, so congratulations to both women to go out there and uh really do their thing. Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep going. So the show actually opened with Brian Cage versus Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was not a rage in a cage, uh, as JR put it, I think, on commentary. So we had a little bit of outside interference, but Cage didn't want it, and it actually cost him the match. Um, yeah. Adam Page picks up the win here um, over Brian Cage. Uh, and can I just say, that crowd went bonkers for Adam Page. Yeah. That guy's over. He's over. Pay attention, AEW. He's over. Don't so. make that. Don't make the mistake that your competition is doing. Mm, mm, yeah. What What did you think okay. of this match? We'll get to that. But anyway, oh, we will. Um, yeah. I really great way to not really open. I guess I don't know. Just open a pay per view. Yeah. Opening of the pay per view. It was a great um, match overall. I am not surprised that Paige went over. Right. Um, they did the right thing. Massive, massive star. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, let's keep going. So for the AEW World Tag Team Championship, we had the Young Bucks, the champions, defending against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Um, again, Bucks came in there, a lot of heat for the Bucks. Um, Moxley and Kingston got a huge reaction. Uh, and I think, can I just note that having a live audience for wrestling is just, mm-hmm. it, it feels right. It makes, a, it makes a difference. It makes a huge it difference. It makes a huge difference. Really Imagine does. watching this pay-per-view and then having to go watch Raw the next night. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would rather drink bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd rather drink bleach while I watch paint dry. Um, But anyway, so. Um, let's keep going. Uh, so they had a great back and forth match here. Um, you know, I know it's not cool to like the Young Bucks right now, which is fine. But I mean, I um, never they did. delivered. I know, I know you never did, but yeah, I know they're getting know. a lot of heat now. Um, which again, they're heels, so that's kind of what they're going for. But yeah. this was a good back and forth match. And so at one point, they did a good false finish where they had the Good Brothers run down. Uh, before Cass came out there and helped, uh, you know, even the odds a little bit. Uh, so I think Matt hit John with the like spray can that they carry. Uh, mm-hmm. and so was there was there a blade job there done? Like because it didn't look like it. It looked like he got hard weighed, but then it it started pouring out a little bit more. So did he get hard weighed and then noticed he was bleeding and then? And then bladed like I, I know we don't talk about it too much here, like how blood gets places, but I don't know. I can't say it looked like because it looked like he got hard weight on it. Yeah, but then I think he might have added to it if you guys know what I mean. So mm-hmm. um I don't know, don't know either way. Great spot, great false finish. Yeah. Um, but it looks like I was right here, V. Uh the Young Bucks retain over Moxley and Kingston. And I remember the reason I had picked 
the Bucks was because I did not know how far along Renee was. Long Renee was, yeah. And if she is as close as I think she is, then yeah, I think Moxley's gonna be, you know, taking some time. Some time more, yeah. So, uh, what did you think of this match? Um, I hate the Young Bucks, but yay, they won. I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, that's how I feel. All right. Yeah. Was a good match though. I I have to. Give oh, it no, no, I'm not gonna deny that. Yeah. Okay, so then we had the Casino Battle Royal. I'm not going to go through all of the competitors, um, but the Joker was our boy, Leo Rush. Leo I, Rush showing up. At, I was shocked. Uh, I was too, um, yeah. but he does have a working relationship with uh, New Japan. I believe he signed there, I think, if I'm not mistaken. To New and Japan? To New Japan, yep. Okay. I think he signed a New Japan Pro Wrestling. Which obviously they have a working relationship with AEW. So from what I'm hearing, Leo Rush is not signed to AEW. He's signed to New Japan, okay. um, which means he's able to work AEW. You know, if he chooses, if he to. wants, yeah. So, um, but Leo Rush didn't win the match. He had a good no. showing. He didn't win he the did. match. No. Jungle Boy. Oh, 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 you know how the crowd goes. Um, but yeah, Jungle Boy won the match. Um, <laughs> okay, I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I wasn't up here singing Wild Thing. Um, that's a whole nother story. Uh, it works better with a live crowd, I will say that. Yeah, it definitely yeah. works better with a live crowd. Um, Jungle Boy is gonna compete for Kenny Omega's AEW world title. Well, I just gave away the results of the other match, but you guys watched it already. Um, yeah. in two weeks, uh, I'm happy for Jungle Boy. He did mm-hmm. it by eliminating Christian, okay, who yep. gave him some praise after the match, which was nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, I thought the Casino Battle Royal was strong. Uh, the right person won, I guess, because Jungle Boy is – Jungle Boy has been working so hard, and um, I don't think he's going to win a world title. But no, I think absolutely not. I, no, but I do think that he's going to uh, give a great effort, and I think it's going to be a great match. So congratulations to Jungle Boy who Absolutely. got it from the crowd. You know, the crowd was in the Jungle Boy, you know. So yeah, I thought that was good. So far, so good. Um, and then we get the Cody versus Anthony. Yeah. Would you like to talk about this? No, because I have nothing nice to say. Go ahead. It's okay. Say what you feel. Because mm-hmm, a lot ahead. of people didn't have no. Oh, go oh. Ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm okay. um <laughs> I'm healing um, up. I'm gonna be a healing up tonight. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Cody hits the vertebrae the vertebraker, excuse me, for the win over Anthony Agogo. I did predict Cody to win. I think you went with a, with a go go, and I said for argument argument's sake. Wow, can't speak tonight. For argument's sake, I'm gonna go with Cody, and uh, he won. Um, a lot of people were not happy about this. They thought Anthony Agogo should have went over. Absolutely. Um, okay. Um. And then it leads to question who has Cody really put over? Maybe Darby Allen, but that's about it. Bro- uh, Brody Lee as well. Um, RIP, of course. But other than that, Cody doesn't really put over people. They're comparing Cody to Triple H in 03. And you don't want that type of, you don't want that type of comparison. Um, I agree. You know, um, or even Jared in 05 and in, in Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So this yeah. match could have been on the buy-in to me. Um, this I match, think- honestly, couldn't have, shouldn't have happened. 
Um, it's just, it's a lot of read the room, but you know. Yeah, Cody. Cody did get a like he did get a pop, but it wasn't like that normal Cody Rhodes pop. Um, there was a lot of mixed reactions for Cody at this pay per view, and I think people are are at the point where they're a little bit tired of Cody, and um, so they're not the only one, and. They feel like it's kind of rinse and repeat with Cody. Yep. Um, yep. and people want something different from him. Yep. So I I see it. I understand. I still like Cody. I do, but I can understand the criticism of Cody and his character. And what the his... fuck? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. All right. No, it's okay. okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Um. Would you like to say something about Cody here, or like you have you have something to add here? All right, so yeah, Cody gets the win. <laughs> I had I had something. Yeah, but I, I'm never mind. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. All right. Jeff would be like, "You can't say that." <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, uh, let's move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the a- the a- AWO. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what I was about to say to him. <laughs> no idea what I was going to say there. I don't know what the fuck that was either. I was just letting it go. Yeah. We had we had the TNT Championship match. Miro, the best man, uh, defending against Lance Archer. Uh, Miro retains clean. Yes. Um, uh, which you asked me last week, do I think that Miro, if Miro wins this match clean? And I said, yeah, I think so. Um, he wins it clean. You're, you, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. via referee stoppage here. Um, you know, Archer didn't tap. He went to sleep, which. How many times are we going to do this? And it's not just like. With- well, for Lance Archer, if I'm not mistaken, make mm-hmm. sure I'm not getting him mixed up with someone. Having him pass out instead of tap out would make sense. It would. If they don't do this every time they want to protect somebody. Like yeah. literally every time they want to protect somebody, they have them pass out. Like that was if I'm not gonna critique this show too heavy because I really enjoyed this show as a whole. Um, but if I did have to critique it, it was maybe the Anthony and Gogo Cody Cody match. Um, this finish with Archer and and Merrill, but not necessarily. I'm not gonna critique the finish actually. I I take that back because it made sense here. But just in general, if I'm gonna critique AEW, I think they do too many of those type of finishes to try to protect people. I get it. But not everybody can be protected. I'm sorry. Um, and also, um, the opening match, right? The buy-in match. As good as it was, because there were so many false finishes, you kind of have to know where you are on the show, right? If you're the opening match or if you're the buy-in match, you don't want to do too much in the opening match because it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult for the perform- the rest of the performance on the rest of the show. Now, I get going out there wanting to show out. This is yeah. a live audience. You guys are full capacity. You know, we're on pay-per-view or going to be on pay-per-view. I understand wanting to show out. Maybe cut down a little bit on the false finishes in the beginning of the show. Yeah. That, that's that's my only critique. Like, it's not really a critique. It's just, you know, my, my personal preference, right? Um, yeah, but I thought this was good. Um, 
I died when well, not died, but I thought it was crazy when Meryl took uh Jake the Jake the Snake Roberts uh snake and threw it like all the way to um the entranceway. Obviously, the snake was not really in there. So, Peter, please don't 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 um. Well, Peter, go to hell now. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care. I, I I know. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Um, that spot did make me laugh. Yeah. And then in my head, I was like, I hope the snake wasn't in there because snake. that snake will be agitated. Oh, huh. tell me about it. That's the that's not fuck Peter. I don't give a fuck right. about that. Yeah. The snake would have been agitated, mm-hmm. and an agitated snake is oh. not a good oh. one. <laughs> it's yeah. Not a good one. Now, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. my flamethrower ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will have to light this bitch on fire. Right. Yeah. Absolutely not. Same. Yeah. So, but yeah, what did, you thought the match was good? What do you think it is? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I, you predicted, yeah, that it was gonna be a clean win. I think I predicted shenanigans. And of course, yeah, you you did predict Mero to walk out with the title though. I did predict him to walk out with a title, but I did predict shenanigans in order for him to do that. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, in a way. But the match was good. I don't, I don't have anything bad about it. I want Miro to stay champion for a, just for a little while. Um, Until CJ gets there, Ooh, we'll get there. We will get there. Okay. <clears throat> well, you know where we're at right now. Mm-hmm, where are we? Finally. Yes. Oh, oh man. Um, oh, God. We're at Cheetah defending her <laughs> a women's championship against Britt Baker. Um, can I say, right? Let's get Absolutely. This can yeah. I can <laughs> can I say Britt Baker star? Yeah. Over. Over. Yeah. When Over. Her music hit. And the doctor will see you now. And then, oh, man, the crowd just went bananas. Like, she's over. But they you know knew. what? They knew. Oh, yeah. I think everybody in the building, like, everybody watching knew that this was the moment. But they did a good job of doing a good false finish when Rebel, not Reba, hit Britt with the crutch by accident. <laughs> and they got a good false finish out of it. Because she hit. I was like, oh, oh, no, this is what they're going to do. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is how they're going to protect Sheeta. This is how Britt could say that she was screwed, you know, but they didn't do that. <laughs> they didn't do that. I'm glad they didn't. Um, great match. Was it the best women's match, like, in AEW history? No, no. But but it was a solid, solid match. Britt Baker wins via tap out. Thank you. Yeah. Finally, not somebody being protected. Um, you know, via tap out. Sheeta taps out. Your new women's champion is Britt Baker D M D. So yeah. Oh, finally. Um, (laughs) so I will say this and you know, I'm not shitting on Sheeta's right. Right. I just think it went on a little longer than it should have. She was champion for Uh, over a year. She was champion for over a year. She'll always have, she'll always have that, um, accolade. Yeah. And it's well until somebody beats you. Regardless. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, she had a she had a long run. She had a good run. 
And it was. She had some good matches too. She had some good matches. It, it was just it got stale, and of course because of the pantomime, you know <laughs> nobody could really um, <laughs> play through a mic. Um, could you know have an actual real challenger in a way yeah. because something like that, if you want a big title change, it would have to happen with the crowd. Yeah, I, I think. You know, they saved it for a crowd. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they saved it for a crowd. Same. But ooh, you could have saved it some maybe a couple hundred days and just ended it there. But yeah. It is what it is. You know, Sheeta had a great ring. She was a great champion. She's really good. She is. Nothing and, take nothing from her. And the crowd gave it to her as well. Like they didn't mm-hmm. just because they were more for Brit, the crowd gave her respect. And I love that after yeah. the match ended, she they chanted, Thank you, Sheeta. Because yeah. yes, thank you, Sheeta. Yeah. She she carried she that women's division. She yep. did. Yep. So um great match. Great match. Congratulations, Britt. Um yeah. let's keep going here. So we had uh Sting and Darby Allen versus mm-hmm. also Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, the face of the revolution. Um I thought this was a good taxi match. I thought it was it, it was as good as it could be, considering yes. you know Sting's yeah. age. Um and Sting got the win over Scorpio. It, it yeah. was a good sequence too. Scorpio went for a springboard cutter. Sting actually caught Scorpio and hit a Scorpion dev drop. Thought it was a yeah. great, great sequence there. Um, really good sequence. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing bad to say about that match. I thought they delivered. Nope. You know. I um, agree. Okay, let's keep going for the AEW World Championship. We had a triple threat match. We mm-hmm. had. Kenny by God Omega, um, as Don Callis calls him, um, Orange Cassidy and Pac all going at it for the world title. Uh, this was another standard, uh, standard, another quality, uh, triple threat match. Um, it was standard in a sense, but it was also a very quality match. Um, they tried to do everything they could to make us believe that Orange Cassidy and Pac had a, a chance yeah. of winning here, but you even had outside shenanigans, of course, from you know, Don Callis. Um, you know, uh, I think the good brothers got involved as well. I'm not looking at it right now, but um, needless to say, Kenny Omega retains um after a back and forth with Orange Cassidy. Uh, what'd you think of this? Um, great match, obvious finish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was no really hiding mm-hmm. <laughs> that Kenny Omega was gonna retain. I'm like, duh, sky's blue. Um, <laughs> it, but it, it was a good match. I can't say that they didn't perform well. They did. They did. They, I mean, they, three they great do. performers. Three, yeah. three great performers. Yeah. So, um, great match. Great triple threat match. I might go back and watch that one again. Like it was that good. I might actually watch that again. It was a good match. Um, so we get an announcement. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry, <laughs> is now all elite wrestling. And I see mm. that there's this meme going around that Randy Orton sending everybody to all elite wrestling. I kind of laughed at that they, you know if you look at the the history of uh everybody that's gone to AEW so far they said randy oh, sent yeah. all of the legends there makes yeah. sense yeah. yeah so um anything on mark he's gonna be on commentary so i guess congratulations to mark I'm getting another paycheck there yeah okay yeah. okay <clears throat> and then we had the main event we had the stadium stampede match that i don't have a graphic for um <laughs> We had the inner circle versus the pinnacle. Um, yeah. Not as great 
as the first stadium stampede match, but I thought this really delivered. Um, my only problem is right that like if I was in the audience, I would have a problem with watching 30 minutes on a screen at a pay-per-view and then the last like six minutes in the ring or in in the live, you know, you know, for the live audience. Um, they did a lot of like funny stuff here. It was I thought it was cool how the inner circle uh, made their entrance. I thought that was cool. It looked scary as hell, like coming down from like the, the rafters or whatever, like. So that was that was cool. Um, uh, I, you know, up into Dynamite, I would have said that the Pinnacle was going to win this match, but I think I actually predicted on our show you that pre- the Inner Circle. You wins. predicted the Inner Circle. I predicted Pinnacle. Yeah, uh, and and even with the Dynamite, right? This Dynamite, this like last week where they had this like celebration for the Inner Circle. I'm like, oh man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Inner Circle is breaking up. You know, um, but then they did the big swerve at the end where Inner Circle got beat up and I felt a little bit more confident about my pick about the Inner Circle. And I'm just like, okay, they got to get their revenge on these guys. Like they beat them up at the on a go home show of Dynamite. They won blood and guts like the Inner Circle's got to win here. And yeah. in my mind, I was thinking that. Right. Um, They did some funny stuff. Proud and powerful and FTR Conan was the DJ for the bar fight, which I thought was cool. Um, you had the Jacksonville Jaguars coach, uh, make a cameo appearance there, uh, because MJF and Jericho was like fighting in the office. I thought that was cool. Like they did a lot to try to make this match mean something and be entertaining. And, and it was, it was very entertaining. Uh, the match ended with Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara, who, Mm. wow, what a baby face reaction for for Guevara at the end of the show there that I was about to call him a kid but I think Guevara is like the same age as us um Sammy is gonna be like a big star in that company I can see big things for him um I think he goes into a TNT championship feud uh this summer um Sammy gets the big win here and uh that tells me if you're going to put Sammy Guevara over on a pay-per-view in the main event of double or nothing, that means that the company sees big things for him as well. So, yeah. um, and I, I like the the spot with him and Spears where he got his revenge. I guess he got his receipt on uh, Sean Spears for a very sick spot that they had a few weeks back where Sean Spears put him through the chair on a dynamite uh, where Sammy's just, his face is just through the chair. I'm like, oh my god, that looks painful. But um, Ooh. he got his revenge though, and uh, yeah, I thought this was good. What did you think about the stadium stampede match? Um, to be quite honest, I didn't care. Wow. <laughs> I think I've touched upon this last week. Yeah, that I'm just like over them going at it now. I think it's over now. I hope so, please. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Please, enough. Um, was that entertained? Kind of. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> was that sports entertained? Sure. Um, but overall, I'm just like, all right, end it. <laughs> that yeah. was really where I'm at with that in particular. Okay. Um, yeah. That was double or nothing. Um, overall, what did you think of this show? So, besides the stadium stampede, 
and what the fuck Cody Rhodes is doing. Um, I'm gonna give Double or Nothing a near fall. Okay. Besides those two sour grapes, I really enjoyed it. Well, I only have one, and it's the Cody and a go go match. Uh, I no, thought Stadium Stampede was great. Say it again. Sorry, I, I, I was getting mad again. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I really didn't hear. I think we was talking like at the same time, so I didn't. I really didn't hear it. But um, yeah, I was gonna say I um I give the show a three count. I'm not gonna let Cody and a go go um uh hinder my thought on the match. Oh, I mean yeah. on the show. I thought the show was uh, was phenomenal, start to finish. Um, it felt so good to have an audience back, and um, yeah, I mean. Um, I look forward to seeing what AEW does going forward now. You know, I, I you know, I'm I'm invested, you know. So um yeah, I thought the show was great. So all right. Um Um we didn't cover SmackDown from last week. I don't know if you want to cover SmackDown from last week, but nope. Okay, we can keep going then. That's perfectly okay. No. Um mm-hmm. did it anything even happen? Like, did we didn't miss anything? Care. Nope. Didn't that, care. Didn't care much. Okay. It's perfectly fine. Uh, let's go to Raw, <laughs> um, if we must, because <laughs> this is yeah. a review show. So, <laughs> uh, okay. um, let's go to Raw. Uh, I don't know. Before we do that, is there any Impact notes that I had? I didn't I actually didn't watch Impact from last week. I'm sorry, guys. I, I didn't you know. either. I'm, I'm sorry. Just- I'll watch this week. I will watch this week, but I, I just, yeah, you know, it's been a lot going on. All yeah. right. So, okay. Raw open with Ms. TV. Ms. is back. Um, Ms.'s special guest was Charlotte Flair. Um, Rhea Ripley interrupts. Um, this brings out Nikki because they're both making fun of each other for not being able to beat Nikki Cross or whatever, or Charlotte says that she would beat Nikki Cross. And of course this brings out Nikki and Charlotte lose, lo- loses, excuse me, loses to um, Nikki Cross in the opening segment. Cause Nikki lasts more than two minutes. Like this whole, this whole thing is stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Like, you know what else is stupid? What? The drip stick. <laughs> that was stupid. The drip that stick. Fucking, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I I know. I, like, yeah, are you like, twelve? Yeah. Yes. Are the people that's writing it is. Like, yes, what, they are. No, they are Heron. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh yes, we will. Is there something that happened after all? Like as of like today, as we record this. Um. <gasps> anyway, let, let let's keep going. Let's let's get through this show here. Um. So we had Woods versus Randy Orton, the return of Randy Orton. Um. Randy defeats Xavier Woods, of course, but. Um, we had Riddle out there and Randy was trying to show Riddle, you know, basically what he does out there. Um, and before that, I mean, I think we had like a backstage with Riddle and Damian Priest. Eh, whatever. No. Like, no? No. Mm-mm. No. Okay. We had Shayna Baszler versus Reginald. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, we had Mason T. Bar- <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so hold on. Reginald gets a win over Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler used to be one of the most dominant people in the whole company, and she's losing to Reginald on Monday Night Raw. Now, Kane's pyro goes off. Okay, again, but this time it distracts. <laughs> 
it's Kane Spyro. It's all right? Kane Spyro. It is Kane Spyro. What? Yeah. yeah, Kane Spyro goes off, and Shayna is actually distracted by this this time, and Reginald gets a win. Um, what are we doing? Crack. Okay, no, they're doing that. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, we get a backstage with Drew McIntyre. Okay. I did not watch Mason T Bar versus Lucha House Party. I skipped over it. Mason T Bar got the win, it says here. It was a good thing you skipped over it. Yeah. Actually, no, let me rephrase that. The match wasn't bad. Okay. I I, I watched it. It wasn't bad. I just, I just didn't, didn't care. care. Yeah. Just didn't care. I didn't care enough to sit there and watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you something else I didn't care about. This whole Sheamus and Ricochet and Humberto Carrillo match. I did not I didn't care. And I like Sheamus. I like uh, go ahead. Don't don't lie. Don't lie. Do not lie to the people. Okay. Do not lie to the people. I was a fan of Ricochet. Okay. I I, 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 I was a fan of Ricochet. I I don't. Okay. I don't think Ricochet said anything too wild that I that you can't like come back mm-hmm. from. I know what he said about Io Shirai, but you know, like I said, I he. You know, he he feels like he's the greatest high flyer in the world, and I mean, if he feels that way, okay, he feels that way. I don't think so, but he the ultimate like, warrior he, also thought he was a good person. We see how that went. Anyway, well, see that I, true, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so, well, we can't really compare the two because yeah, no, that's who not, not a great comparison. Um, but no, yeah, so, it, wasn't, it wasn't great. It I, I reached a little bit, yeah. But I also I, watched side of the right, but yeah, right. I didn't watch that one yet. I didn't watch woo. That one. <laughs> <laughs> or the A and E special either. Yeah, deep throat. That's what it was. So Humberto does. He does actually get a win over Sheamus here. Why? Don't know. And and Ricochet defeated Sheamus too. Like, what are we doing to our U.S. champion? What are we doing? Period. What is Raw doing? I don't know. Because I was asking the same question after this Naomi Lana versus Mandy and Dana match. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I wanted to. I I wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to. Like. Um, Dana and Mandy defeat Lana and Naomi, which turns out to be Lana's last match in the company. Um, and it's a match we've seen a hundred times already. But now, I will say this: um, yeah. Dana and Mandy are like making an effort to actually yeah. look like a legit to look like a legitimate tag team. I yeah. don't have a problem with that. Right. It's just the repetitiveness. Of the absolutely nothing that Raw is giving us, right? I I agree, I agree. It's like a show. If you if you miss it, you miss nothing. This is a show about nothing. Like yeah, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> let's keep going here. Cedric Alexander defeats Sean Benjamin in like a minute. Um, okay. after like a poke to the eye. Um, oh. you know. Oh, I love the poke to the eye. I ain't gonna lie. That's, that's one of the greatest moves in wrestling. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Maybe that's the heel in me, but, you know, a good. Sure. I mean, um, or a good thumb, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just take your, take your thumb and just shove it in somebody's eye. Yeah. Um, that was okay. violent. Okay. So, me. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, is this does this end the feud between so uh Shelton and Cedric now? I would assume so. I don't know. I still okay. think they shouldn't have broken up the hurt business. They but, shouldn't you know. have. No. 
No, they should not have. No. Whatever. Okay, so we had the Royal Tag Team Championship match. We had AJ Styles and Omos versus, and it's Omos. Please stop calling him Omos. Please. He pronounces it Omos. And but it's not almost. It's, it's not almost. Omos. Yeah, that's how he. That's how he pronounces it. So like, if you see his say. actual name, it's it's right. It's there. It's there. You see it. Everybody that I hear that says his name is Omos. Like, it's no. It's Omos. No. No. It's Omos. So yeah, like I said, Styles and Omos versus Elias and Jackson Riker. Because why? Um. Elias turns on Jackson Riker because thank God. Um, and AJ Styles and Omos retain the Royal Tag Team titles after the turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So we had uh, a backstage with Nia trying to convince Reginald not to go on Alexis Playground. Um, okay, whatever. Um, I don't care about Monsoor talking to the Viking Raiders. Um, Okay, so Reginald goes to Alexis Playground. He gets mm-hmm. beat up by Shayna, and Shayna okay, basically that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> that, that was, was funny. funny. That that was probably the only real entertaining part of the show. Um, and it looks like we're gonna do some business with Shayna and Alexa. That's where it looks like we're going. It looks like Alexa was targeting Shayna. That's who she's been targeting this whole time. So. We'll see uh, what's going to happen there. Um, and then in the main event, we had the WWE Championship number one contender match. We had Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, really good match. Drew McIntyre gets the win. Uh, and I mean, who didn't know this? You know, like we knew that that's where they was going to go with this. We, you kind of hoped Kofi Kingston won, but you knew Drew McIntyre was going to get this match with, with uh, Lashley. And I'm thinking, V, because as of this recording, nothing has been announced for the actual sell. Um, so I'm thinking Bobby and Drew are going to be inside the cell. That's what I would assume. That's fine. I want Bobby to retain into Drew, for Drew McIntyre to go to be back. So Drew loses again. Yes. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not because it because at this point it's just like okay you've had your chance you've had your chance you've had your chance you've had your chance enough I agree because what I don't want which I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen what I don't want is for him to lose and then Money in the Bank happens and guess who's the winner of Money in the Bank like I that'll be so. Dry and dull, and I hope the crowd shits on it. Yeah, I mean they're making it really hard to like get behind Drew right now, and it's because he's coming off like a sore loser, you know. And that it goes into WWE not being able to book their baby faces correctly, or book period, book period, but their baby faces specifically. Um, and to think Drew was the hottest thing a year ago. Even up until like earlier this year. And now people have turned on them. But, you know, these things happen. And it's not Drew's fault. Drew goes out there and delivers every single time. It's the booking. Oh, yeah, of absolutely. I absolutely I agree. It's just this booking. It's just like, oh my God, please. Yeah. Enough. And that that was Monday Night Raw. Oh. Um one. Give it. Yeah. It's the loneliest number that you ever do. Yeah. I, I'm with you. One count. 
<laughs> so bad. Yeah, so bad. It's, it's almost unwatchable at this point. Like, I'm hoping that they're just biding their time until there's a live audience again. But I feel like it'll start off hot, and then it'll go right back to mm-hmm. rinse and repeat. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, full disclosure, everyone. I did not watch NXT last night. Um, okay, you so you it? I did. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to check it out, but yeah, you can. I'm going to uh, just just a quick review. Um, it was okay. it was a really good show. I okay. was very uh, I was sports entertained with NXT. Okay. So with uh, it started off with the triple threat match to uh, determine the number one contender. Oh, cool. Okay. Match was so good. I'm going to check it out. Until the returning Adam Cole baby mm-hmm. came out and just fucked shit up. <laughs> and like, I, don't, I don't know how, how nice. else to describe it. Um, the match was fantastic and it, it was a no contest. Mm, okay. And so we still it, don't it have the. Yeah, we still don't have a um, contender. Okay. Now, okay. NXT really started off with some chaos. Yeah. It it, it was chaotic, and, and I didn't have a problem with it. Um, Next, we had LA. And I'm just doing the quick match. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We had LA Knight um, versus Jake Atlas. Yeah. And um, Jake, it was good. It was a good match. And um, Jake Atlas won. Oh, clean. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't clean. Um, okay. Cameron okay. Grimes did come out. My boy, Cameron uh, Grimes. It, I, I'm really interested in what they're going to do. I really hope this brings back the Million Dollar Championship. Because I, I think it, it would have been perfect, or it would be perfect um, to reintroduce it there. Okay. Um, okay. Karen Cross cut this promo saying that he wants to um, defend his NXT championship against mm-hmm. everyone. Um, <laughs> the the promo was, was the segment itself was a little awkward to me, mm. but um, it's it might be setting up a fatal five way. Okay. Okay. So I guess, and we had um the cruiserweight championship. Kushida versus, I was about to say Carmella Anthony, but no, the no, debuting no. Carmelo Hayes. Um, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the former Chris Casanova? Is, yes. That we, okay. That we, I'm familiar with him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Really, really good match. Um, of course, Kushida, uh, you know, retained. Yeah. But yeah. man, the showing. Mm-hmm. Whew. He's going to be champion very soon. Okay. okay. I'm definitely want to see that. I will I will say that he has a bright, bright future. Okay. Um then it was like Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Zoe Stark and Zayda Ramirez. Okay. Um This match wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Mm. Sounds so, good on paper. It but... sounds great on paper, but in execution it just wasn't. Mm. Well, the way um defeated them by pinfall. Um, hit the wicked stepsister. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Then for the main event, if I'm not mistaken, this is the main event. Let me see. Notes. Notes. Here it is. Mm. Yes, it was MSK versus Legado del Fantasma. <laughs> um, the match itself was fantastic. Uh, it's whew. 
that match was that good. I was really, I, I was just entertained by everybody involved. Um, of course, MSK retains. Okay. And okay. there were some packages, you know, Frankie Monet. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be hard for me to keep going for that. Um, yeah. Mercedes Martinez accepted Zaylee's challenge. Okay. Um, okay. So it was Zaylee. Um, and overall itself, I'm I'm gonna give this show a, a near fall. I'm gonna give oh, NXT oh. a near fall. It was really really good. I can't wait to watch it. I'm gonna actually watch uh, as soon as we're finished here. I'm gonna check it out. So um. All right, that's All right, pretty that's much wrestling this week, mm-hmm. but now we can now get we to um, yeah. we can get to some of these releases. I'll let V take care of this, you know, sit back uh, and be entertained. <laughs> oh, and you can tell me about um, that. All right, so there's so many things that I, I, I don't know where to start. Um, start with the releases. I, <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with the release. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to segue into Eva Marie's dumbass. Okay. Um, so we're going to start with the releases. WWE released quite a few people, and it was pretty shocking. So uh, here's the list of, as of right now, sad face, because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen next. So right. far, it was Santana Garrett, meh, um, Ruby fucking Riot. What the Who fuck? just wrestled uh, last week on SmackDown. Murphy. Yeah, fucking, fucking Lana. She literally just yeah, Lana just wrestled. Alistair Black, you brought him back to get rid of him again. Yeah, yeah. And um, Maga Strowman. I mean Braun Strowman. And um, out of all of the list of names, Ruby Riot and Lana, as well as Alistair Black, were the top three that surprised me. Okay. Um, for me, you know, I love Ruby Riot. I love you know Lana grew on me. Yeah. Um, after they put her to the table like twenty seven thousand times. Mm, yeah. And it 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 was like Lana was like making the effort, unlike even Marie, to get better. And you know she's training with Natalia and Tyson Kidd and and you know working with these people because she wants to genuinely get better. Yeah, you know, have her go through all of these damn tables because grown men are mad because her husband yeah. for another company. Yeah, and you know she took it in stride. She like she got back up, kept going, and for her to basically just be released like that, yeah, is wild. Um, same with Ruby Riot. You know, you don't hear shit about Ruby Riot. Like being hard to work with, like right. every, like literally everybody that I've seen that has something to say about the releases have said nothing but good things about Ruby Riot. Like WWE, non WWE, indie mm. people, like everybody has something good to say about Ruby Riot or Heidi Lovelace before she was in. Before yeah. She was Ruby Riot. yeah, and it's just you know it's upsetting. It's really upsetting when most people lose their jobs, mm. but. It's like I believe Alistair was Alistair Tom um, yeah. was on um, Thea's stream Twitch yep. stream, yep. Mm-hmm. and you know he was sidelined by it too, and um, they said that it was budget cuts. 
Yeah. And which seems to be the same excuse that it was a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Budget cuts. And it's just like, well, you've had a lot of profit in 2020. Yeah. So yeah. what are you talking about? Which um, raises the questions. A lot of people were speculating that if Vince McMahon was going to sell WWE. I, I don't think so. That's I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but with the fact that a whole bunch of wrestlers got signed to sit there and do nothing, yeah, you know, they really crippled. Not crippled. Let me not say that. That's not a word. Uh, wrong choice of words. But they stifled um, the indie scene for so long. You yeah, know, yeah, collecting indie darlings and not doing anything with them unless they're in the NXT and then release them. Right, right. And um, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Connecticut besides hard drugs. Mm. But um, <laughs> it is it. I don't know what the fuck is going on there anymore. Um, um quick note: Raw no, drew one point four million viewers, which, if this number is accurate, is the is the new record low viewership. Um, for the history of the show. Which because you get a shitty shows all the fucking time. Wow. 1.4. 1.4. AW drew 1.4 for their first show ever um in Washington DC like okay. being a new show. So new that company. should show you a new a brand new company. Wow. Um but okay, so as far as the releases are concerned, um I wasn't as shocked about Lana as as most people. Like I'm I was actually like I said on Twitter, I'm a little surprised she was still there as long as she was. Yeah, we, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I wasn't, I wasn't that shy. You know, I was a, I was a little surprised just because she worked Monday Night Raw, but WWE does this, right? Like they will, they fired to Neil Dashwood like a week after she did a pay per view. So, uh, was it the day? It was, it wasn't a day after. No, because I think she faced, I think she, I think she faced Oscar again. She You're faced right. Oscar pay per view again. She lost. And then after that, she's gone. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yep. So, I mean, they do this, right? And shout out to Tanil Dashwood, who's doing great stuff at Impact. Um, as far as Ruby's concerned, they weren't doing anything with the Riot Squad. I mean, and like, she did just work this past SmackDown, right? And I mean, this is what I mean by the tag team division being a joke in WWE. Because they have an actual tag team. They have an actual tag team and they don't push them. Right? It was the same thing with the Iconics. Um, and now you fire Ruby. And I would not be shocked. I don't want this to happen. I don't want to put anything in, into the air. But I wouldn't be surprised if Liv is next. You know, it's like, what are you doing with these talented people that you have on your roster? As far as Murphy's concerned, Murphy's going to be fine. He's going to land on his feet. They weren't doing anything with Murphy either. And Murphy had already said on Twitter, you guys are going to really see now why I am really the best kept secret. You know, um, Murphy's so talented. And those matches with Alistair Black that he's had, you know, now they may be able to do that on the indie scene somewhere. They may be able to do that on uh, AW or an Impact or wherever, you know. Um, so Alistair Black, another guy that was just on TV, they just created this whole new character for him, mm-hmm. you know, which he had a lot to do with. Uh, he just 
interfered in the main event of SmackDown two weeks ago. Now, Big E, what does Big E do? Because that was supposed to be the start of their feud. It's like, what does Big E do? You know, where does that leave Liv Morgan? Is she going to go on a singles run? Where does that fucking no, leave she's probably, I'm going to answer that. So Liv like, is probably not going to give a singles run. Where does that leave Naomi? You know, it, 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 and I'm Naomi not saying... Naomi can get this. a single run. Naomi, Naomi will be fine. I think I, Liv, I, Liv is in trouble. It's like, you have all these talented people and... Oh, bunch of cuts. Like, you do, you do <laughs> stupid shit. And, and once again, Jackson Ryder is still on oh, the fucking roster. And it's like, you... It, I'm just... I, I don't know. But... <sighs> I've been waiting to do this all day. So, even Marie's fucking dumbass. Like... My issue, my issues with her is that, to quote Mean Girls, you're trying to make fetch happen and it's never going to happen. <laughs> and she, decide, she decides, I'm, and I'm going to read the tweet and the lovely, lovely read that um, some young lady <laughs> posted a response. Okay. So even Maria decides, like within what an hour or so of everybody getting fucking um, released, she decides to do this. <clears throat> WWE had a little video of her just standing there. I can't even say looking pretty, but just standing there being Eva Marie. Yeah, and she tweets all everything. Evolution, the new face of Monday Night Raw. Now. This was tweeted minutes after all of these people get let go. So some, I'm going to read some of the responses to her mentions because they lit that ass on fire. Are you wait, trying to wait, gain? Read, read, read it. Read the tweet again. The new face of Monday Night Raw. Now, is this is the this this was the problem? It was the timing. Remember how Leo Rush had that? And I love Leo. Yeah. But when Emma, well. Tenille, Tenille originally yeah. got released because of the Walmart incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It did was she, like take a phone case or something. Like she got she like did she didn't take a phone. She didn't case, take it, but, but yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was one of those things where, unlike you know, just like Cody Rhodes, you didn't read the room. Mm. And it's like you're doing all of this for attention. And the problem is, is that one, let's be real, very few wrestling fans want you back. Let's right. just go ahead and be real. <laughs> like, you're doing all of these packages for you, and, you know, even though you've been signed since October, you right. know, all these talented people will get let go and then to bring you back. So, <clears throat> so the mm-hmm. Twitter user by the name of Oh, I, I'm so sorry if I mispronounce it. Um, Rollins, R-A-A-L-L-I-N-S. Mm. And she has a little chili pepper as mm. her display name because, ooh, this was spicy. <clears throat> yeah. You left WWE because you thought you were above wrestling, which is mm. true. Then you had no choice but to come back oh. because you went. That was, was That's true. not true. It's not. She got fired, but that's all another story. She didn't just leave. She was fired for 
for well, one, she got she got suspended for a wellness violation because weed, and and then two, um, they didn't once she came back, they didn't have anything for her, and then they just let her go. But she didn't she just quit; she was fired. No, no, no. She also thought she was. That may be true, but that's not the reason she left. But continue, regardless. Yeah. But had no choice but to come back because you went broke. Ooh, yikes. Now, all of a sudden, it's your passion. Mm. You know good and well you're not the face of a damn thing with that black market cement Botox job. Be quiet. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> ah, now, mm. Eve Marie is not the most well-liked person. Right. But you take everything that has been happening for the past couple of months, and then you do that tweet like minutes, <laughs> like minutes after. It's like you're trying to gain heat, and it's not it's not something that you gain heat for. Yeah. You know, it wasn't cool, it wasn't funny, it wasn't edgy. Yeah. And I'm you just at it now, but... and you just look like a bitch. I like yeah. <laughs> you you look like a bitch and you know if this would have I, I would have the same sentiments if it was anybody else that did something like this so let me just make that clear um but for the fact that it's an Eva Marie and she's not well liked and it's like you coming back in WWE is doing all of this for you like you're not good. You never was. You never will be. You know, it's it's just one of those things where you got to read the room, and it's like you saw the room, you read the room, and decided to do it anyway. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think we're reaching here. I, like if and I'm being totally we, honest, and the reason I say that is because like I thought it was something. I thought she said something like crazy. Like she all she did was retweet the video. Uh, that WWE put, and she's like promoting herself here. Like, but why? I, I thought it was something why, disrespectful. But why do that? It's just it's the timing. She may not have it, even been thinking about like the releases. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, she she may have just did this. Like, the timing is bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, the timing is bad. But I don't know that she did this in retaliation or in response to the releases. Like I'm not I don't, saying I don't hear I don't see any correlation here. I'm I'm not saying that it's like retaliation. It's just the it it's your thought process. Like why would you do that like then like like the whole like people are reacting, you know, to the releases, like wrestlers are reacting. So it's not like you just logged on. It was like it could oh my god, everybody I, I'm being honest. Like honestly, she really couldn't. She might not have been. I'm. I'm trying to shoot us some bill here, just because. Like, if she would have said something directly about it, then I could understand. But like, she. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with this tweet. Like, I, was, just being honest. Like, it. It was the new I, face. It, I, like I, you. I, it, you emphasize new face, and that. That's what it was. <sighs> And I, like so, we're, uh, we're probably going to disagree. Yeah, here. we could we could disagree with that. Like we, we you know, can, some we, things we, we do agree on. This one, I, I think it's a little bit of a reacher, and I think people are getting at her just because it's Eva Marie. I can I can see that, but it's is it's timing and it's reading the room, 
and I, and I say this a lot, <laughs> read the room. It's nothing wrong with reading. It's fun. But just <laughs> read, read the room. Yeah, and, like you could have waited, like you did it directly after, <laughs> and that yeah. that was the problem. It was like if you wouldn't have done it directly after, yeah. sure, you know, it, I'm not gonna drag you because you do that afterwards, but you do this like literally minutes after people are released, and you're still tweeting, yeah. like you were tweet, you were tweeting beforehand. Right, right. So yeah, it, I'm looking at her just, now. It, it's just now. I believe she deleted it now. No, no, it's still up there. It's still up there. Yeah, it's still up there. Let me see. Let me check and see. Ten hours ago, all if new. I mean, just make sure I'm not. I'm not blocked. I'm probably <laughs> am. All everything evolution, new face of Monday Night Raw, one oh eight p.m. Yeah, it's still up there. Yeah, it's still up there. But like you know, you were responding in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's like. You, it it's just the reading of the room. It, I I just it was just the timing. The timing was bad. You know, people don't like you as it is, and yeah. you do that. That that's the that's all of the comments. I'm really like majority of stuff. I'm saying bad timing. I, I'll give you that. It might have been bad timing, but I don't I don't know if she did that on purpose. I really don't think. I'm not gonna say she did. You know, what I'm saying I don't have like that doesn't tell me. Yeah, I, she did that on purpose. Like you know, but the timing definitely is bad. I will give you that. So, and Whatever. people already don't like her. So, I mean, it's still fucking from Rio here. So, all right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that was this week in, uh, in wrestling here. Um, uh, anything else you got to add before we get about here? Um, I'm going to just real quick make sure I don't embarrass her. But shout out to my little sister. She's graduating high school. Yes. Um, Congratulations. Nah, that's an accomplishment. Definitely. Congratulations. You hear me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this I'm very, up. very proud of you. But um, yeah. I think that's all I have. And oh, I'll save that for next week. Never mind. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It might be okay. safe for next week. Yeah. All right. And that's going to do it. Um, Make sure you guys add the show, follow the show Um, at Go For The Pin Show on Twitter. Um, B, tell them where they can find you. Where can they find me? Okay. So, <laughs> underscore Watch My Throne. On, yes, right there. On yeah. On Twitter and on um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's KB underscore The Ruler. I'm mm-hmm. really, my socials, I, I don't know. But yeah. Um, make sure you like us, rate us five stars, and yes, um, we appreciate all of the five star ratings on Apple. Yeah. I've seen a couple of them, and I we really, really appreciate it. Thank you, thank cool. you, thank, well, you, thank, thank you. you. And also, there we go. I remember something mm-hmm. else that I needed to bring up. So last week's show, the audio mm-hmm. version, oh. I I did not upload <laughs> that, and I did not realize that until I was on vacation. Yeah. So, um. This audio version of this week's show, as well as last week's show, will be um, distributed on the same day. So yeah, okay, okay. Big awesome. sorry to those who are able to only able to listen to the audio version. That was my fault. Um, I take full responsibility of that. Boo. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but um, yeah, both episodes for last week as well. Yeah, last week as well as this week will be uploaded this week um, when I do this one. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, you can follow me at DJ Mike EQ on Twitter and Mike underscore EQ on Instagram. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Joe Kim and everybody at Battle Club Pro. You guys really took care of me and my father, and I'm really appreciative of that. So, so thank you. Um, great seats. We was like literally right by the promoter and the commentary team. Um, where it was funny because just a quick note on that, right? Like, um. At one point, Tasha Stills was in the ring, and one of the commentators said, yeah, Tasha's going to have to prove herself. She doesn't have Kiara Hogan here to hide behind. I started crying. I looked back, and I started crying because I can hear the commentary team. The rest of the building couldn't hear it. Oh, yeah. I was crying. Tasha's probably not going to like that when she hears that back, but um, yeah. No, she's not. (laughs) But... He was like a heel commentator, so it made sense. He was one of he was doing you know the Corey Graves type thing. So, um, but yeah. So, oh, we didn't even note that there was a new commentator on uh, Raw, which actually is better than I'm sorry than. Oh uh, yeah, he's admin. oh wow, Jimmy yeah. Smith. Jimmy Smith yeah, is his he, name. He's really he's actually good. Yeah, yeah I, I was I, impressed. That was that was a high point of Raw for me. Like wow, so. the commentator team. High point. Right, right. Look how far we've fallen. Right, um, <laughs> but um. Yes, I just want to say that. Thank you, Joe Kim. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to doing business with you guys in the future. And hopefully we can have some uh, go for the pin crossover here coming up. I'll I'll just leave it right there. Uh, So, yeah. Everybody, have a good night. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you guys next time on Go for the Pin. Answer the challenge, Darius. Answer the challenge. (laughs)